Today in Current Events from a Christian Perspective, we look at the protest anthem by Oliver Anthony and the way it is stirring up and sweeping across America. Some love it, some hate it, but we need to talk about it. I'm Ed Odegaard, and this is Church Public. Welcome back to Church Public. I'm Matt Odegaard, your host as always, and today we are talking about a song that has swept the nation. It has just crushed the charts, and we need to talk about what's going on with it. And uh, if, the, you know, I love you, audio listener. If you want to just listen to this, you're going to get something out of it, because we're going to hear the song, we're going to react, we're going to talk about it. If for some reason you want to see some of the video, because I think the video adds another level of power and presence to this, you can go to churchpublic.com. I'm going to put this on YouTube. We'll see how long it stays on YouTube. We'll just see how that goes. Uh, if not, uh, at churchpublic.com, I'll have a link to the video somewhere. And otherwise, I appreciate you. I love you. If you want to hit the like, the subscribe, the share, all the buttons, we're on all the podcast places. I appreciate you. And let's go ahead and get into today. All right. So rich men north of Richmond. Oliver Anthony just exploded on the scene. I saw this video a few days ago, and man, I liked it. I, I will just, I'll just let the cat out of the bag, like right from the get go. It was a powerful song. I get it. I am, uh, in some way, musical, and have spent some time doing musical things. And you listen to it and go, man, it's good. It just, it just touches your soul. You, you feel it, and it's not. It's raw. That's that's what we love about it. It's a raw expression of what is going on. He's a good musician. And yet, I think the more important thing is that he means what he's singing. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about why that's important and maybe why people don't like it, because I think that's why some people don't like it. And we'll talk about some of the lyrics. We'll talk about some of the things that are going on. But here's what I'm going to do. Rather than play the video that he uh, released, which you can go and get and, and find on any of the social platforms. I actually came across a couple days after the main video came out, which has millions of hits at this point. Um, this is a video of a bunch of people watching it and kind of reacting, not necessarily verbally, but just you like, this is where again, audio listener, I love you, but you're not going to quite understand the reactions, the the nonverbal expressions that some of these people listening have. And, and I love that. I love what's going on in this video. I love people responding to this just emotionally. And I think another big thing that you will see, so I'm not going to necessarily describe it as that's going on because I want to just let the song play for a few minutes. Um, you'll see many, many different kinds of people watching. And I think that's important. I think it's important to understand that he is reaching people from all over the place. And I think it's an important piece of this. It's an important piece that that some of the detractors that we'll talk about near the end don't get. They don't get that regular people are just regular people and don't care about all the crazy, wacky things that the cultural elites are trying to press down on you, which is literally what this song is about. Rich men north of Richmond. So to unpack it and state things super clearly, if you missed that analogy or that illusion, Richmond, right? North Richmond is Washington, D.C. These Washington, D.C. elites who happen to be rich are saying, you need to do everything I want you to do, essentially, or else. And this is his protest song against that. So we're going to watch this at just 
Uh, just for your reference, I have censored a couple of the words in this video. Uh, not because I think they're necessarily wrong, because I think part of it is the emotion coming out that is raw. But I have pulled them out of this podcast for uh, for those that listen that are younger or whoever's listening to this. You So if you listen to this normal version, just know there's a couple of words in there. Again, I don't think they're necessarily wrong, but I have pulled them out um, just for us today. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and take a listen to this. And if you're watching, I hope you can appreciate it. I've been selling my soul, working all day. Overtime hours for pay so I can sit out here and waste my life away. Drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is living in the new. Can rock the rich men north or rich men lord knows it all just wanna have total control wanna know what you think wanna know what you do and they don't think you know but i know that you do cause your dollar ain't oh it's taxed to no end okay rich men north or rich men oh. this is true hello buddy some of us can't say what we absolutely know is true, and he's articulating. I wish politicians would look out for miners, and not just miners on an island somewhere. Yes. Lord, we got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the whole beast milk and welfare. Is keep on kicking them down. Ah, Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to. For people like me, what people like you, wish yeah. I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is living in the new world with an old soul. These rich men know the rich men. you do and they don't think you know but i know that you do because your dollar ain't shit. it ain't taxed to no hen cause the rich men north the rich men Selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for pay. Damn. Damn. Oh my God! Oliver, Oliver, uh, Oliver, Anthony, Oliver, Anthony. Rich man. <laughs> Sorry.
forgot about that last part where he starts screaming. Um, but but that's that's it, right? That's it. The response is, what is going on, and and how, like what is going on in this world. His emotion comes out. Again, if you're just listening, I love you. What you did not see, and I didn't want to interrupt the song because it's just good, is there were many people. So again, if you were just listening, there it was a whole range of people from all different backgrounds, and I love that. And many of them were crying because it is so powerful, and it's so wonderful to see this song explode with the emotion that's in there. So he's a, he's a good musician. He's not the best. It doesn't matter. He's a good musician. But the bigger thing is he means what he's singing. And so all of these, all of these different uh, news organizations have come out <laughs> against him and against this video because we can't have somebody meaning what they say, right? We can only have bubble gum and fake plastic plants. Like those are the only things that are allowed. Only the Barbie world is acceptable in modern culture. Real, true, honest songs, right out. We, we can't have that at all. So this is a populist anthem and I'm not gonna go line by line. You can listen to it again and listen to some of the lines that he has because they're very well-written lines, but they also are very cutting and they cut right to the heart of how people are feeling and the reason this has been so incredibly popular is people are feeling this way. These people north of Richmond, the elites that are trying to lead our world are doing so in a way that is not beneficial to normal people. And we all feel that regardless of our background, our color, our race, whatever, we feel that they don't care about us. They clearly don't care about us, yet at the same time want to control everything that we do. He's pushing back against it, and it's a great anthem that examines that, and you feel that. Now, the next one that I want to show you is him getting ready. So basically, he recorded this song. Uh, I guess a, a music radio guy posted it. He's just a, a an indie guy that grabs a bunch of random indie people and posts them. Most, most of them just get a couple thousand views and whatever. Uh there's there's articles where Oliver Anthony, which by the way is not his real name. I read a whole article about it. It's it's a tribute to, I think it was his grandfather. I probably have it here somewhere, but tribute to his grandfather. And I, I, I mean, you got to love that too. Uh, let's see, I'll pull, I'll pull up some of this story. Um, and he just, he just talks about how he just wanted to make a difference. His name is actually Chris, Christopher Anthony Lunsford. His grandfather was Oliver Anthony and Oliver Anthony Music is a, de a dedication to him and 1930s Appalachia, where he was born and raised. Dirt floors, seven kids, hard times. At this point, I'll gladly go by Oliver because everyone knows me as such, but friends and family still call me Chris. I love that. And he goes on, he talks about some of the hard times that he is going through. And again, I pulled out a couple of the words that I didn't want to play for you that are swear words, but he's just a regular guy. And that's the point of this, right? That's why it is hitting so many people. That's why it is so raw because he's just a regular guy and he's not perfect and he's making no qualms that he is perfect. And yet he's trying to live a good life. He's trying to follow God. He's trying to do the things that are good. So what I want to play for you next is a clip of him at a place. He'll explain some of this in the clip. And in that place, he says, hey, before we start, I want to read you a psalm. 
And we're going to listen to that and then talk about this psalm because both the song that he sings and the psalm that he reads are saying the same thing. And it's a really important message for the country, for the culture, and for us from a Christian worldview. So let's listen to this now. Uh, it's crazy to me because uh, I remember back in June I played here for about 20 people and uh... and by the way again if you're just listening and, and you can't even see it in this clip but there are thousands of people there now and they all just came because of this video that they saw that went viral that they associate with because of the pain in it but that's that's the beautiful part of this country, though, is even an idiot like me can make something happen. So if I can do it, you can do it. Before we start singing, and I mean we, because I hope y'all are going to be singing, too. I just had something I, I felt compelled to share with you. This is in uh, Psalm, Psalm 37, 12 through 20. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose ways are upright. But their swords will pierce their own hearts, and their bows will be broken. Better the little that have righteousness than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The blameless spend their days under the Lord's care, and their inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will have plenty. But the wicked will perish. Though the Lord's enemies are like the flowers of the field, they will be consumed, and they will go up in smoke. That's good on that one. But I mean, you can even hear like he feels these words. This psalm is reaching him. It is hitting something and not just him, but millions across the nation because he's saying a true thing. Again, he makes no qualms that he is perfect. There's a bunch of posts that he's made about how imperfect he really is. And I don't need to dissect that because you know how imperfect you are. I know how imperfect I am. But the fact that we recognize there's something going on in this country, there's something going on that is not right, that the writer of this 37th Psalm points out, that's really helpful to us. It's really helpful to understand. By the way, 37th Psalm is of David. And he reads this part, uh, 37, 12 through 20. And listen, the song and the psalm are saying the same thing. And it's important to note He's not saying it's rich against poor. He's not saying the rich people are bad and the poor people are good. He's saying it's poor against the wicked people, both in the song, both in the psalm. He's saying they happen to be rich, but the problem they have is that they're wicked. They're doing things that are bad and trying to control others with their wealth, with their power. And... That's the thing that he's wrestling against. And that the reason I think the song is so powerful and popular is that people feel that. Whether or not they could put words to that, whether or not they could express it clearly, that's what's going on. 
we know that there are those that are trying to control us. We know that there are those that are not righteous that are trying to tell us what to do. And he puts his finger right on that. Now, it's interesting as well that the mainstream, both in cultural terms, secular terms, and conservatives and Christian organizations are saying, oh, this is a terrible song. And not just because he swears in it. They're saying there's just issues with this song. We can't really deal with the song. Christianity Today, the news, art, the news organization, Christianity Today said this is not loving. Do I have a screen grab of this? Let's look. So this is Christianity Today, and they said, Oliver Anthony's viral hit doesn't love its neighbors. <sighs> I just can't. I mean, I know Christianity Today is liberal, but seriously, you listen to that song, and what you pulled out of it is, don't love your neighbor. R really? Because what I pulled out of it is, there are wicked people in government who are trying to tell me what to do, which is evidently true across the culture, and I don't love that. And I would rather be left alone or, you know, to live my life and not be controlled by those that think they're better than me. He even says, like, we need to care for our own. And the fact that people are so stuck on government subsidies that they can't get out of that and care for themselves is a problem. How could you say that's not true? Of course it's a problem. Yes, should we care for people who are in unfortunate situations? Sure, that's not what he's saying in any means. But that's what Christianity Today told us. It's crazy town. They just embrace the left while continually punching right, and it's just wacky to me. Uh, then we have the National Review online. They said, let's see, do I have that clip here? They posted and said, hey, next time, Oliver Anthony, you should consider <laughs> singing about what makes opportunity. I'm sorry, I've said this all wrong. I'm going to try again. Next time, Oliver Anthony should consider singing about what makes America a great land, a land of opportunity, not of guaranteed success, a land made for you and me. Um, okay, I really need to unpack this a little bit because, wow, there's a lot going on here. First of all, as you heard, and I played for you specifically, when he stood up to that crowd where he said, hey, it used to be 20 and now it's thousands, the very first thing he said was, isn't this an amazing place where, an, I think his words are, and I'm not, I'm not calling this on him, I believe he said, an idiot like me can make it to this point. I don't know what other kind of opportunity you could say. Uh, again, I'm not going to read you his full story um, that I that I found online, but but he has a very difficult life that he grew out of, and now he's in front of millions with his song. If that's not opportunity, I don't know what is. So that is what he's singing about National Review, and in fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that article, I'm gonna put that article up again and say, so then. And I don't know, like, I want to believe the best here, but this land was made for you and me. Um, if you don't know <laughs> the song, this land is your land, this land is my land, maybe this is an educational moment for us. If you don't know, the song, this land is your land, was, a, was written specifically against God Bless America because God Bless America says God... And a communist atheist wanted to write a song 
that made it communist. This is not a joke. Go and look this up. This is real. This land of opportunity, this land was made for you and me, is about being socialist communist and not leaning into God bless America. That's really the origin of the song. So next time you hear it, think about that. But that's a real thing. And National Review, rather than saying this is a protest song, saying we should actually like lean into spirituality more, we should lean into God more. He reads the psalm about it, uh, about not being wicked, about being righteous, about... <laughs> But sure, let's just do communist things instead, National Review Online, which I think somebody online then posted NRO, National Review Online, was north of Richmond Online, which I thought was a funny burn. Anyway, so Oliver went from obscurity to hero in five minutes, and I think that is a pretty good opportunity. So uh, the the media and, – and that's <laughs> – here's the reason I bring up those two examples. I didn't even show you any examples of – the left and, and they're reporting on it because they hate it too. Because you expect that from the left. Of course, they're going to hate a populist anthem. Of course, they're going to hate an anthem that that has religious or spiritual overtones or where he literally reads a Bible verse. Of course, they're going to hate that. But a Christian organization hates it. And a quote unquote conservative organization hates it too. What in the world? What This is literally what he's talking about in the song and why the song has gone so uh, across the board. This is the message that's important. The rich and wicked men north of Richmond want to control you and control everything, and that's not right. So I like that song. Uh, again, it's not particularly clean from the sense of his language, but it's heartfelt and it's meaningful, and you can tell that he means it, and he chokes up singing it because he wants a life that's better than the one that is offered to him by those that are wicked and want to control him, and we should all want the same I hope you go and read your Bible, read through that Psalm 37. Heck, read through every Psalm uh, when you get a chance. If you don't have a Bible reading plan, there's 150 Psalms, which means you could read like three to five a day and make it through in a month or so. Um, I would suggest you do that. Read five Psalms a day and you can get through the whole book of Psalms in a month. It's a great place to start. Or, hey, you want to go beyond the Psalms? Guess how many Proverbs there are? 31. You read a proverb a day. Read a Psalm and a proverb a day. Just start reading something because in this world, I'll just say, I think you're going to need it. For Church Public, I'm Matt Odegaard, and I hope that you continue to keep the faith.